In our last episode, the party experienced some strange time hijinks and met their past selves, or their future selves. Luckily, it really was them, and they helped each other solve the Maze Master's puzzle. You join them now as they are stepping out of the maze. Our adventurers today are Kieran, who plays Waylon the Barbarian. Excuse me while I tease an angel. <laughs> Max, who plays Palaestra the Monk. It's nice to help people. Duh. Theron, who plays Day the Druid. Nobody wants to cuddle with a big frog. And our DM, Hazel. Palaestra is waiting for the magic. What are you two doing? Welcome, fellow travelers, to Legends of Chell. Before we get back, I'm so sorry. I just realized when I got up, I put my clothes in the dryer, but I didn't actually turn the dryer on. So it's going to be two seconds, and I I will do that that. right now. Otherwise, I will be here like literally an extra hour tonight, Mm -hmm. and I have work tomorrow, so it's not a great option. I'd say that we should check our laundry, but I think Sarah has something in the dryer. All right. You okay there? (laughs) Huh? (sighs) Now that the great old one has returned, I guess that we can. uh, (laughs) You have exited the maze. You are in a new place that's not the same place that just keeps repeating over and over again if you step in the wrong spot. So Mm. that's good. You've not seen this place before. And Spike leads the way? Uh, Spike is willing to lead the way now. All right. I I like to think that Stinky is, like, following Spike, like, sniffing his trail. Sounds good. So, um, it is beginning to get dark. You've had a busy day. <laughs> That's one word for it. You did a lot of uh, Living Castle Dungeon, and then you did this maze. So it's uh, starting to get uh, a bit dark. Okay, so I guess we should camp. Yeah, find a place to camp. One day closer to Day's birthday, and everybody else's birthday, really. (laughs) But Day's is the nearest. Oh, that is true. Every day is a day closer to one's birthday. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, kinda. I just had, like, a galaxy brain moment. Uh, So you find yourselves uh, settling down to rest. You no longer have a tent, and uh, the ground is still a bit swampy, so I'm not quite sure. Do we have, like, a trees situation? Yeah, there are trees. I think that I would want to climb up in a tree. Okay. Do I need to roll something to find a suitable tree? Like, I know that that for six hours I can be sleeping as a creature, but... um, Mm-hmm. That's not a full rest yet, so... Yes, you can go ahead and give me a survival check to find yourself a nice tree. 
Oh, wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> I got a nine, which means I rolled a two. Yeah, that's really low for you. <laughs> Oof. Quite the druid. You're looking around for a good tree, but they all seem to be knobbly and look like they wouldn't support you or be very uncomfortable or the branches are really high up and would be hard to get to. Okay. Then I'll just make camp like a plebe on the ground. Like, that's fine. (laughs) Okay. Are the other two of you looking for any place special or are you just going to... Uh, I guess the driest spot that I can find. Okay, why don't you both go ahead and give me survival checks as well. Or one of you can do it with advantage. However, you want to do that. that. You can do it with advantage. Me? <laughs> I don't think we want that. I'm not proficient or anything. Neither am I. I've only got a plus two. Uh, maybe we should just both just roll. Just both roll. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Same right. thing. What Damn. The fuck? Well, <laughs> well, I rolled a ten. Waylon <laughs> uh, got a tw- nat twenty, so a twenty-two. Double nat twenties. Double. That's yeah. Really. Yeah. Double nat twenties. <laughs> okay. So with a natural twenty. <laughs> hey. Wayland finds you a nice dry spot of ground that's not too crowded. And there is even a tree there that Day would be able to climb up into. Cool. And the tree has some fruit on it as well. Nice. Fruit. Some fruit. I want to look at this fruit. I'll climb the tree and see if the fruit is edible. Okay. Uh, You can make me a... Another survival? uh, Survival, yeah. That time I got a 13, because why not? It looks like some kind of wild apple. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like the most appetizing fruit you've ever seen, but it looks like it would be edible. Okay. I um, poke the tree to make sure it's not going to be mad at me. Like, okay. if I take its apples, like those other trees would have been. Mm-hmm. Like, I poke it with with um, something sharp, with, with my spear, and I say, like, hey, are you alive? Tree? The tree does not respond. (laughs) Okay, and then I pick some apples and I throw a few down to the others. Okay, so you all have some apples. Sweet. So I do not think that we've had a... Well, we had that one rest in the castle, but you guys didn't set watches. I do not know if you want to set watches now. Um, We probably do. Yeah, probably. probably. What order would you like to do watches in? I and therefore Palestra have no uh, preference. I will continue to take first, I guess. Oh, as okay. I as I always have. I forget, okay. honestly. Uh, well, I usually turn into a creature for the first half of the night. Right. So. I forget when I normally take mine. I think you're usually last. That's why the encounter always happens on yours. But you and Felicia can <laughs> figure out your shit. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take last. Okay, I guess I'll take middle. <laughs> okay. So you guys camp down for the night. Uh, Day, is there anything that you want to do during your watch? Well, I'm going to spend it as a giant frog. Hmm. But otherwise, no, I'm just going to keep watch. Maybe catch some flies or something. Okay, um, go ahead and give me a perception check for your watch. Okay, 14. Okay, you can hear the sounds of the swamp, animal noises, and some bubbling waters, but um, nothing that makes you wary at all. And uh, during your watch, Waylon and Palestra, could you roll initiative for me? Oh, boy. Weird. 16 for Waylon. 8 for Palestra, and... 
22 for Stinky. Do you want Spike to roll? No, I just needed Waylon and Palestra. Okay. So, Waylon. Yes? You are having a dream. I see. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, okay. So, you see Gaijazura. Uh, she's smiling and watching your nibblings play. <laughs> the uh, horizon starts to shimmer. And you see a dome of energy expand outward around the town. Watching the energy field expand, your eyes are drawn toward the road, where you see several skeletons carrying baskets of eggs walking into town. Smiling, you turn back around to your wife, only to find the sky darkened, and a headstone marked with your wife's name sitting where she once stood. Cooper and Paige are running around the stone, and as you are about to call out, they also become gravestones. Marked with their names. Oh no. From behind you, you hear someone clear their throat. You turn around, and sitting on a gravestone bearing Ichabod's name, you see your Deva, but something's a little different about her. It takes you a moment, but you realize that the dark black threads that suffused her glow have faded and thinned. They are still present, but much less prominent. Also, the black tears streaming down her face have a faint glow around the outer edge that they did not have before. I do not think you will mind me interrupting this dream. It looks like it was making a turn for the worse. <laughs> I would have to agree. Uh, hi, you're, <laughs> you look better? Maybe? Less, uh, I'm making gestures with my hands, but I <laughs> don't know how to describe them. <laughs> <laughs> less blackened? Less Cajun? <laughs> he has blackened Cajun, De- Deva. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, quite true. Uh, thanks to you, really. You've been making quite excellent progress. Oh, uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> so I take it there's a reason for this visit? I just wanted to thank you and, of course, encourage you to keep moving forward and working to clear the corruption from this forest. Hey, I have to prevent... And I like gesture to the dream, to the to the gravestones. <laughs> Can't let that happen. Yes, you are on the right track. You will soon arrive at the center of the forest. Uh oh. Hmm. Do you think we're ready for whatever's there? Do you know? I hope that you are. It's. A little unclear uh, what is happening there. I know that there is a person who lives there and that there is a portal leading to another realm. Right, the hags told us that. Do you have any... No, I guess you don't have anything else. Uh... I don't really, unfortunately. The portal's energies are strange. They don't belong here and it kind of distorts things a bit. Please help help. I had questions. I can't remember them or find them. (laughs) She points at the amulet hanging from your neck, and she says, I see you're still wearing that. Oh, wait. Isn't it the the Death Ward amulet? Mm Mm-hmm. Shit, why did I need to ask about that? (laughs) Fuck. Uh, I think the last dream you had, your, your, your dream self, like... Something happened that was weird. I don't remember. Did it try to grab the amulet and possess me? 
or something. I, right, with my shadow self, I made a save. It grabbed its amulet, and I mean, I can look it up. Okay, 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 okay. Um, oh, you did ask the the hags about it right after. I didn't take super awesome notes, I guess. I'm bad it at just says notes, so. spooky Wayland dream zombie Wayland says Maeve. So what I think happened is that you and another version of you both had to make a save. The other one failed it. You passed it and it turned into a zombie. And then you heard heard it saying Maeve, which is the name of the chick who created the the beast with the woman oh, head. Oh, yep. They did the chicken experiments, right? <laughs> and apparently the hag said, thank you for sharing. <laughs> well, I guess I'll take this opportunity to say, hey, you know what? You never told me what your name is. What's, what is your name? I don't remember if she like dodgily evaded this question or if I was just too stupid not to, to and didn't ask. She has never really had a conversation like this with you before. Mm-hmm. She's just oh, yeah. kind of showed up and said things or... Like, this dream she didn't show up in at all, though um, she sent it to you. Uh, And the second time you met with her was in the Mind Light. Right. And she just talked in your voice there and didn't really say much then. So um, this is the first real conversation. Uh, Okay. She will smile and tell you that her name is Heather. And uh, then I definitely read that Heather's the one that in the book... Mm-hmm. Okay, that <laughs> that's something I definitely wanted to ask about. Jesus, so uh, Heather, like, and then I'll I'll touch the the symbol on my chest, like the one that betrayed her betrayed mother, my mother. Mm-hmm. This very same one. <laughs> I can't say that I'm uh, proud of that, but uh, yes, that was that was me. Wow. It's uh, kind of why I look like this. Yeah, that would that would do it, wouldn't it? So why are you trying to re- like? Not that I'm against it, but why try to re- why are you trying to redeem yourself now? Versus why me? Versus all my other family members? Or why haven't you talked to anyone before? Oh well, angelic blood is very fickle, <laughs> as. You've probably noticed no one else in your family shows certain signs that you do. Uh, you never, you've never seen them heal or sprout weird skeletal wings out of their back or anything <laughs> like that. Very true. Um, those things don't uh, come out very often. And so my chances of redeeming myself have been few. Fortunately, my... Mother is a very kind, loving, forgiving person and uh, has given me this opportunity. Uh, many others would not. Okay. Shit. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, if, if you fail, I'm sure in a few thousand more years I'll find somebody else to help me out. But, uh, <laughs> a few thousand I'd, years. I'd, these things tend to skip ten or eleven generations. <laughs> <laughs> if if our generations last long enough, if we have that many more generations, I mean, since you know everyone's starving and dying back home, 
There's there is that as well. <laughs> I say I'd rather it not take that long. Um, <laughs> and yeah. of course, you know that sounds rather selfish of me, but I I really do uh, want to help. Okay, I'm gonna sidetrack since mm-hmm. that last dream you sent me. Do you know who Maeve is? Because just the zombie said her name and then walked away and then we've seen that she made a mount for the hags and caught power from them of some kind so what's she to you i do not know much about her i know she created that foul artifact that you wear around your neck and i have seen a number of monsters that she has created uh throughout your journey But uh, who she is is a bit of a mystery beyond what you already know. She seems to be quite a vile woman, uh, experimenting with creating monsters and enslaving people of weaker wills, it appears. And wait. Oh, she she made this? Okay. And why? Oh, this is supposed to... Put me under her control if I die? Is that what you were trying to say? Instead of just bringing me back? Yes, it does that. It um, brings you back as a strange new form of undead. And then tries to draw you toward her. To join her army or something. I'm not quite sure. Oh boy. So she's something that probably has to be dealt with. Where is she located? If she might, if she's less of a threat than whatever's in the middle of a forest, we could take care of her first. <laughs> I am not sure if she is even still alive. Uh, the artifact that you wear is quite old. Hmm. But mm, I do feel something like her energies, but they are far distant from here. Hmm. Like, still in the forest, or beyond? Uh, beyond the forest. Oh, dear. Then, yeah, we definitely can't deal with her yet. Okay. Damn, I guess I can't go home after this then, huh? I do not... Can't stay home, anyway. Why Why do you feel that way? I mean, someone's trying to amass an undead army, and I can't just stand by while that happens. That's not good by anyone's standards noble of you and i know many do um become accustomed to this lifestyle life life of adventure but there is also adventure in working the land and being with your loved ones so i'm not saying not to proceed if you wish but um i feel like There's always someone around to take care of problems. And you do not necessarily need to be the one who is doing that. Except for right now. With this problem. (laughs) Hmm. Still a little selfish, huh? (laughs) Excuse me while I tease an angel. (laughs) Well, fallen angel, but... A rising angel. (laughs) Yeah, working on that. That seems like a good scene, unless you definitely have questions. Yeah, I think I'm good now. <laughs> I just don't, was figuring out how to end it. 
I don't know how words work today. This is probably the most dialogue I've had the whole game. <laughs> well, our time is running short, but I will be in contact in the future. All right. Well, I'll be here to help. And the dream fades. So, Palestra, hundreds yeah. of goats stream down the hillside directly towards you. <laughs> and you open your arms to them welcomingly. <laughs> but when they reach you, instead of making contact, they stream right through you. Aww. You hear someone calling your name, and focusing your vision in that direction, you see your trainer, Dermok. Oh, shit. Riding on the back of a particularly large goat. He's wearing a mask made of iron with a hoof print in the center of its forehead. He <laughs> calls out to you saying, Palestra, it's time for dinner. Uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> you find yourself sitting at a large banquet table. Right across from you is your mother. In her hand, she is holding a sending stone. And you hear her say, no, you have to listen to me. Look, you want to buy the blueprint stock, not the red print. The red print's going down this quarter. Of course, I'm sure. That's go ahead. Oh, uh, it's just uh, I, it's unusual for mom to be so openly doing her business in front of me. <laughs> mm. huh. Your father jumps up onto the table out of nowhere and what? hands no, you a Dad. baby goat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> your leg. Why are you jumping on the table? Your fucking leg. <laughs> This is for you, my child, he says, before jumping off the table. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do with any of this. How, what, how's the baby goat look? Uh, so you look at the baby goat in your hands, and it is very cute. And you smile. Aw. And then it bites you, and you wake up. Aw. <laughs> what the hell, goat? All right. So that was uh, Day's Watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there as a frog eating flies and, and stuff happens. Okay. Um, I don't remember who I was supposed to wake up, but Day would. <laughs> uh, I believe Waylon. Yeah, I'd, I'd slap his face with a froggy what? froggy paw. What the fuck is it called? With my frog I... hand. <laughs> well, foot? that answers my question of how a frog slaps. <laughs> yeah, just like a big, wet, webbed hand to the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like Stinky like wakes up for a second, sees that it's just you, and goes back to sleep. <laughs> Stinky blinked up into the tree, by the way, to sleep. Mm. Okay. Yep, my turn. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's weirder, the dream or the frog hand. I like <laughs> wave my frog hand around, just in indicating probably that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I'm just going to stay a frog and sort of settle on the ground somewhere, even though I was looking for a tree. Oh, okay. I, I put Stinky up there so you would have someone to cuddle with. <laughs> That's okay. Nobody wants to cuddle with a big frog. <laughs> I, I mean, stinky, I don't know. Apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Waylon, uh, anything you want to do on your watch? I'm going to take out the box. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna fiddle with it. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just familiarize myself with the um, the portable forge. You know, just, just hitting all the buttons. Well, hope if it's not too loud. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> I don't want to disrupt everyone else's sleep. Um, 
but you might hear a few clangs and clatters as things get into place and then he's just gonna like familiarize himself with that forge where all the tools are and what's going on but yeah that's how he'd spend his watch obviously looking up and keeping an ear out all right uh why don't you roll me a d6 one so you press the first button and the box uh, triples in length and it opens up and inside are an assortment of hammers and a small anvil and there are a few ingots of steel so i will then hit the second well try to find the buttons again question mark, and hit the second one okay uh you hit the second button and the box expands out even further. It basically flattens across the ground, but a small but functional forge pushes its way up from the surface below. Um, so it's a bigger work area with a workbench, anvil, vice quenching barrels, a hearth with bellows, various ingots, and some uh, molds. Nice. What kind of molds? A few common molds. <laughs> a few common molds. Um, so, if you need something and it doesn't seem too extravagant, it's probably there. Okay. Third button. Okay, so the third button. Hmm. I don't think there's enough room for the third one, actually. Oh. So it will, um, it will start to expand a bit. And then it'll start reaching trees, and it's like, no. And it shrinks back to the second one. Aw. Hmm. No. <laughs> this Actually, sounds loud. Is this loud? Does it wake us up? Good question. I assume no. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to make it wake you guys up or anything. <laughs> it probably makes some noise, but. Okay, and then I will sit there and fiddle with the buttons and try and close Okay. It. And that will probably be all I do for the watch. <laughs> Uh, roll me a perception check with disadvantage because you're distracted by the forge. Damn it. That's fair. <laughs> 18. Nice. Yeah, you keep a good good lookout despite playing with your box all night. And um... <laughs> Excuse me while I inspect my hammer. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, you finish up your watch and it is uneventful. Is it uneventful for me too? It is not uneventful for you. Okay. <laughs> you have a dream. I don't know if you're expecting one. I was. I was expecting a silly, funny one like Palestra's. Got my fingers crossed. Oh, uh, I don't think I ever give you silly, oh, funny ones. Oh, that reminds me. I had a question I forgot to ask about mine, but we can get to that on my watch. So, Day. Hmm. You see a bright white light shining up from below you. And within this light, you see a black crack begin to form. You see Ichabod standing on the other side of the crack. You hadn't seen him there before, but you know that he's always been there. You reach for each other at the same moment, clasping hands, but as you do, you see him being pulled further and further away, despite still feeling his grip on your arm. Once he has faded from sight, you look down at your arm, and wrapped around your wrist is a thick cord made of multicolored yarn that has been braided together. The cord extends from your arm, deep into the light, past where your vision can see. You know that the other end is connected to Ichabod. The glow of the teleporter below you disappears, and you are staring into the darkness. You feel something brush against you, and you start awake. Okay. What, what was the thing? 
stinky drooled and it dripped down from uh, the tree on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I am going to I'm going to just say that, that that's like my frog wore off in that time and I am going to like grumpily transform into a rat, like a regular sized rat and like burrow into the roots of the tree and go back to sleep. Hmm. Okay, so that was Waylon's watch, and that brings us to Palestra. Is anything happening, or is this is the world my oyster here? <laughs> <laughs> I go back to sleep. <laughs> well, I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do? Okay, so first things first, do we have like a campfire going currently? Yes. Okay, so uh, Palestra... We'll make sure that that is looking good, and then maybe just kind of without leaving the fire's light, check around for possible extra fuel or things that might, like, change cool colors if they go in the fire. And then after that, probably we'll just start doing some, like, breathing and stretching exercises that they haven't really been keeping up with uh since they have been since they were like stuck in the castle and everything um and just trying to kind of center themselves and try to maintain all their you know discipline and balance and stuff and not get bored and distracted because this is going to be pretty boring otherwise (laughs) okay um can you give me a survival check for your finding interesting things to throw into the fire oh boy 17 Oh, yeah, you you wander around and uh, you find some interesting things that look like they will burn, and uh, you throw them in, and you get some you get some pretty colors, and one of them kind of starts uh, popping a bit, like pop rocks oh. or something, Oops. as you throw it in. It's not super loud, but okay, <laughs> it does make some noise. This is, by the way, I was I was not in Boy Scouts. I was in something else that we won't name because it's very problematically named but uh, this was definitely me on now i guess actually when i got older and moved on to trailblazers which was like the older version of the thing and we actually were camping in the woods i would we would just be like what can we put in the fire that will do stuff mm-hmm. what will do mm-hmm. interesting things on fire <laughs> but uh cool all right um any i guess does anything happen after i get bored of that and just um you know doing breathing exercises and stretching and uh stuff like that yeah you can go ahead and make a perception check okay 22 rolling good tonight yeah that's that's really nice but yeah um you don't see anything that seems to be a problem or anything cool all, all right, right. Uh-huh. yeah so that is the watches anything that you want to do before when when I wake up, I sort of I I I gasp and I shout, "You two are gonna wrestle!" <laughs> Thank you for listening. Legends of Chell is an Orc Zone production made possible through the support of our wonderful patrons. You can join them at patreon.com slash orczone and even gain access to bonus content, including patron-only behind-the-scenes channels of our Discord server. Even if you can't make a monthly donation, you can always still join the server to chat with the cast and fellow listeners. 
learn more about the players, characters, and other Orc Zone shows, head to orczone.com or check us out on Twitter at The Orc Zone. <laughs>